morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on what time you're listening to this. And welcome to Go Ask Your Father, the podcast for dads, by dads, and about dads. Before we get into today's show, I would just like to thank everyone for tuning in and participating in the bracket challenge we have going on this month. If you're interested in jumping into the conversation, you can follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Go Ask Your Father Podcast or shoot us an email at goaskyourfather4 at gmail.com. And as always, you can always text me too, unless you don't have my number, in which case I'm not going to give you my number. So ha, now that the admin is done, let's talk about today's show. We are kicking off the bracket challenge today. That's right. We are starting the bracket challenge in full. And I got to admit, I'm really, really excited for what's going to be happening today. We'll be focusing today on the cartoon and sci-fi side of the bracket, whittling our eight competitors down till only one remains. Who do you think it's going to be? I have my favorite, and I must admit, but like any good judge, I am tossing aside my personal bias and will make my verdicts based solely on the arguments that are presented to me. And in order to do that, I need a panel of experts, or at least a panel of friends who are willing to come on the show and make their arguments. Up first, you met him last week on the Bracket Preview Show. He loves horror movies, old school video games, and has some of the best musical tastes of any person I've ever met in my life. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome back to Go Ask Your Father, Mr. Joey King. Robert Donnelly, glad to be back. What's yes. I am happy you are here, sir. Uh, I, I really, dude, you did such a great job last week. I'm really glad that you're coming back and doing this uh, particular episode because I really feel like this is your wheelhouse. I appreciate it. It definitely is. I mean, going up on The Simpsons, Nickelodeon, and Nick at Night, uh, I feel like Ooh. I fit in pretty well here. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Up next, you met his co-host last week, and now we have the set. He's the master of all things AV. He can book a show faster than you can blink an eye. And if Kevin Feige is ever listening to this, he will happily play the MCU's Wolverine. He comes to us directly from the Fire Bear Republic. It's Mr. Jamie Cheek. Jamie, welcome to the show. Thank you. And I am the right weight and right height to play Wolverine. <laughs> Did I saw something the other day. I, I know this is kind of your wheelhouse with the Fire Bear. That um, someone was suggesting one of the guys from Letterkenny. Oh, it it's like the third or fourth time it's come up, but now there's a petition. Is there really? Yeah, I'm not signed. You might have to. Uh, no, you're not. No. Is it just because you want to play Wolverine? Oh yeah, I've been training. Yeah, okay. I started lifting weights. Dude, you're gonna be awesome. A while ago, you got yeah. you got the claw things. You just don't have the facial hair. Yeah, for the it. claws. The yeah, I can't yeah. put sideburns. Damn, yeah, Native American great grandmother. <laughs> they can always slap those on you. You'll be fine. Yeah. Hey, see, there you go. Glad we're all on the same page. And now, finally, making her first appearance on the podcast, you can find her on Facebook and Instagram at Megan B. Music. She's been on Jimmy Kimmel Live, Good Morning America, and on the Netflix series Voices of Fire. Her debut single, The Life, is set to release on April 20th. But above all of that, everything that she has accomplished, she is also a music therapist here in the 757. That's how I met her. Welcome to the podcast, my favorite uh, music therapist of all time, Miss Megan. Welcome to the show. That was the most amazing introduction, Rob. Thank you so much. I'm very happy to be here. Sorry that I, I spent like five minutes typing that out. It was That's it was right. very You're heartfelt. I, I felt it through this laptop. Thank you. Oh, I try and help out. It's because you help Bobby literally every single week. And the fact that he steps on your drums constantly and always, uh, <laughs> I figured I better make that introduction good. So, <laughs> all right. I love me some now, Bobby. Bobby's pretty fantastic. 
All right, so here we go, guys. A couple rules. There are no rules. Your arguments are what going to be uh, present. The arguments you are presenting will be used to move each competitor forward. You will be deciding who goes on. Well, technically, I'll be deciding, but your arguments is what's going to be my decision will be based on. So, for those who may have forgotten, let's go over the bracket real quick. The opening round is this Herman Munster from the Munsters will be going up against Stu Pickles from uh, Rugrats. Homer Simpson will be going up against Peter Griffin, the Simpsons and Family Guy, respectively. Hank Hill from King of the Hill will be battling with Fred Flintstone. And then Gomez Adams will be going up against Bob Belcher from Bob's Burgers. So let's see here. Where to start in that opening round? Well, let's just go ahead and start at the beginning. Herman Munster against Stu Pickles. Who wants to have a go first? I'll take it. Jamie, start us off. It's super, super easy. The Rugrats are babies, correct? That's correct. Can we all agree that the Rugrats are babies? Just so we're clear. The yeah, Rugrats are also, they're also latchkey kids. They're babies and latchkey kids. They have all their adventures separate from their parents. We're not watching them. They leave them with a senile grandfather sometimes. Stu Pickles is a piece of shit. Moving on. <laughs> That's key babies. You can't do that. <laughs> Solid argument, Jamie. Joey, would you like to go next? Um, I yes. Now, while I wouldn't necessarily say Stu is a piece of shit, uh, I, I do have to agree. I, I think I think Herman Munster easily wins this one. <laughs> Megan, your thoughts? Wow. Wow. So I'm going to be the odd one out here and I'm definitely going for my man, Stu. Um, you know, I, he definitely let the kids do what they wanted to do, but he, he was an inventor at heart and he wanted to do, make a good life for his family. So I think that, um, you know, the kids learned good lessons, um, as they were having their adventures, you know, Munster just was like a grown kid. He would, you know, like throw tantrums and act like a kid sometimes. So it's like, how can you take care of your, of kids, be a good dad, you know, if you're acting like a child yourself. Hey, he tried out for the Dodgers. (laughs) 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 So here's the thing. Megan's argument is the only one who presented so far of why Stu should win and why Herman should lose. Joey and Jamie, you guys didn't give me anything about why Herman Munster is the better father than Stu. Well, I could use her argument for Herman Munster. He tried out for the Dodgers. That's way more income than anything that Stu Pickles is ever going to invent. Yeah, I mean, Stu Pickles is a freelancer. Yeah. He's not even a good provider. um, Yeah. Except for... And that's fair. That's fair. You know, the Dodgers is a pretty, uh, you know, that's a big deal, right? But when we talk about father characteristics, characteristics of a good father, if you're having tantrums and if you can't control your emotions and you're flying off the handle, what kind of example is that setting for your But the thing is, Stu Pickles invented Mr. Fiend, the most terrifying toy of all time. And he made an army of them and they almost killed the babies. True, and the babies may even be dead. 
I've oh yeah seen There's that, that theory. theory a lot. Mm-hmm. Yep. Where Angelica is the only living one and the rest of them just represent like grieving and stuff. That's pretty dark. In which case he would be enabling her, which is kind of like a sick thing to do as a father. Whereas the monsters like, are technically already dead, but still trying to live their life. We can't confirm or deny that. We can't. <laughs> oh, no. Well, he's a moderator. He's neutral. I'm, I'm supposed to be neutral, although chaotic neutral, to be honest with you. Um, I got to be honest. When I first, because uh, I, I did the bracket all the way to the end for each side. And when I was looking at this, my gut told me Herman Munster was going to move on. Uh, Although, Megan, you do present a fairly valid argument because Herman Munster may not have the best uh, characteristics of a father. But that's the thing. Neither of these two are really strong father figures or role models in my opinion so it's hard to gauge but unfortunately i am going to have to go with the two against the one and herman monster will move on to the next round how far he gets after that i am unaware so let's move herman monster on into into the next round nice now next up on the docket Two heavyweights from the Fox channel. Homer Simpson against Peter Griffin. The Simpsons against the family guy. Joby, I'm going to let you tee this one off. I appreciate that because I was going to ask for, for it anyways. Um, the the too long didn't read of this is anybody who thinks Peter Griffin is making it to the next round is a psychopath. Yes. <laughs> now... I will say Homer has a lot of faults. A lot. A lot. Uh, he's not as in, he's not as insane as Peter Griffin. There, you know, he's he Homer tries his hardest. He really does. Where I feel like Peter just kind of does whatever he wants. And uh it, it's Homer. It's Homer. Nobody else. <laughs> Megan, what are your thoughts? I do, I do actually have to agree with this one. Um, you know, while they both, like Joey said, have their flaws, the stuff that Peter Griffin does is just outrageous. Um, and my name is Megan, so of course I take all of that stuff when he does it to Meg, very personally. Um, and it hurts. <laughs> so, yeah, I got to go with Homer on this one. All right, Jamie? Peter Griffin is not a father. <laughs> next bracket Meg so, exists Peter Griffin is not a father so it's a clean sweep Homer Simpson moves on to the next round there's not even an argument there Homer's not a great dad but Peter Griffin like maybe the worst dad on this entire list yeah I'll give you that I will I will say, uh, in my research, while I was doing my research today, uh, Homer Simpson, if you guys didn't know, in one of the episodes, I guess he was, uh, he's got a charge for attempted murder against Bart. Mm-hmm. Is that, you know, Whoa. you guys ring a bell to anybody? 
well, mean, I'm pretty sure Peter Griffin tried killing a chicken multiple times. So, <laughs> oh I right, think... I know. I'm just playing devil's advocate. <laughs> just use that for the next round. All right. Yeah. Save it. <laughs> I'm all against Herman Monster. Yep. <laughs> all right. Now let's move on to the next part of the bracket where we got Hank Hill from King of the Hill going up against Fred Flintstone. Who wants to take it? I'm going with Hank. Hank Hill? Ooh. Hank, it, Hank Rutherford Hill. <laughs> any particular reason why you choose Hank Hill over, uh, over Mr. Flintstone? Fred Flintstone has an attitude problem. Do you know how many dads have an attitude problem? I uh, Yes, I'm well aware of that. Even <laughs> Hank has one, but Hank has tried to manage it. His boy might not be right, but he loves that boy to death because it's the only boy he's got. <laughs> All right. Megan? Hang it, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree. Um, I think that, I don't know, Fred just gives me this this vibe of kind of like, he doesn't, he's always out and about and he's not really, I don't think family or his seem like his main priority. I don't know. But Hank, like, like Joey Good said, w- you know, he never uh, was physical with his kids. He was, he would, you know, verbally scold them, but unlike, you know, Peter Griffin and <laughs> um, so that's, that's kind of a strong argument for Hank too, is, is um, he, stri- he, he strikes me as a good dad that he really cares. All right. Jamie? It's tough. I think Fred Flintstone has some virtue. He goes to work at the like rock crushing factory every day. He's a hardworking like every man. And they come from different eras. Like it's real easy to say Hank Hill when Hank Hill is from like our 20th century where everything is easy. But Fred Flintstone's from the Stone Age. Like he had, he's part of that like try hard crew where he had to work really hard. Can you imagine how tired he is when he gets home to little Bam Bam? And he's like, or is it Bam Bam or is it Dino? It's Pebbles. Dino's the dog. Pebbles. Dino's the dog. Pebbles is his daughter. And Bam Bam was adopted by Barney and Betty. Betty. Right. Yeah. I I don't see him as like a bad father. Jamie, you lose this round just based on the fact that you didn't know the kid's name. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's a valid argument, and I truly get that. It's a tough uh, world, man. It is. It's honestly it's way you're, tougher pr- than like you're protecting tiger. your kids from dinosaurs <laughs> that will probably want to eat it. Tigers. You have to exactly the saber toothed tiger as well. I mean. Fred Flintstone was many things, but he was a protective father and he did care about his daughter. Yeah, he's way too busy to worry about his son trying to be a comedian or like carrying a purse or whatever Bobby did. He he had a hard life. That's, that's true. And it is two different eras. So this is it's a hard comparison, man. That's a that's it is a hard comparison, and that is a very valid argument. Hmm. Does anybody have a rebuttal? Joey? You know, I just... Great. I, I guess... Uh, I don't know. There's just something about Hank where he's like... 
he's the kind of father I think everybody kind of wants. He just wants what's best for Bobby. Yeah, but he's not very um, supportive. He tries. It's hard for him to be supportive because he doesn't understand. But then if you watch the last episode of King of the Hill, him and Bobby finally really bonded with uh, with uh, with meat. <laughs> hmm. Megan, got any last words? You gonna let old Fred just fade off into history? Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm still gonna stick by Hank. Can you hear me? I'm still gonna. It's it's a hard comparison because, like you said, I mean, it's completely different mm-hmm. eras. But even with the dinosaurs considered, um, I'm gonna still go with Hank. I think I just say a dinosaur would ruin Hank Hill. <laughs> I think a dinosaur would ruin anyone on this list except for maybe Herman Munster. But that's besides the point. I got to be honest. Um, when I first did the like s- setting up the bracket and everything, because uh, originally Hank Hill wasn't even part of this. Uh, it was Bluey's dad from the show Bluey on uh, on Disney Plus. Then I realized no one's watched Bluey, so yeah, that's probably not going to. So we subbed in Hank Hill because I thought he would be a good competition for Fred Flintstone, and honestly, he has been. Uh, when I did the bracket, I was originally going to send Hank to the next round, but I got to be honest, Jamie made a more compelling argument. Yes. So it it may be going with the only person who argued that point, but in my opinion, Fred Flintstone moves on to the next round. It's only because this is your podcast. (laughs) <laughs> it, it it was a good argument on all sides, but in my opinion, Fred Flintstone is the one who moves on. I respect it. It was a hard argument. And now for the final part of the opening round. Gomez Adams from the Adams Family going up against Bob Belcher from Bob's Burgers. My dude, Bob. Ooh. Mm. Who wants to start? Mm. Oh, really? Not a single. That's, that's a that's okay. a clean sweep. That's Bob Belcher. Right always been Bob. Gomez Adams loves his wife. He really loves his wife. He loves his wife. He would throw his kids through a meat grinder for his wife. Without a second thought. I got to be honest. I've had Gomez going through, but if you guys are convinced, it's Bob. Bob Belcher, Belcher is the ultimate father. He always finds like an understanding with his kids. He always provides. He complains about it, but he always comes through. Bob Belcher is a hero. I never watched Bob's Burgers, so. Oh, Just, no. All you got to do, all you gotta do Rob, all you got to right. do, go on YouTube. Just Google Bob Belcher best dad moments and then Google Gomez Adams best dad moments and look at the comparison. Bob Belcher has a competition. Since it is a clean sweep. Bob Belcher moves on to the next round. Yes. And I had Gomez going all the way to the final four. Whoa. My opinion. His wife. But is like I said, kid. I am. <laughs> Bobby Dark Horse Belcher. Let's go. <laughs> I got to be. Like I said, I'm, I am more than willing to change my mind. 
as long as the argument merits. So now we're moving on to the next round where we have Herman Munster going up against Homer Simpson. Are you guys prepared to move on to this round? Yeah. They are so similar. True. Big man child. (laughs) Very true. (laughs) I mean, I watched more of the Simpsons than I did the Munsters growing up. Oh, me too. Um, I'm in that. Although, although I did watch the Munsters a lot when I was really young. Like, cause I, I was like a time where it's like, I was watching like literally a lot of like sixties and seventies sitcoms and, and then growing into more like the eighties and nineties. But I remember watching the Munsters quite a bit. So, so let's move on guys. Who wants to take it first? Yeah. I mean, I'm going for Homer Simpson. I feel like Homer Simpson is very similar to Bob Belcher in that he usually comes through. The difference is Homer usually creates the problem and then learns his own lesson and solves the problem. But he always is like willing to go sit down and listen to Lisa's like saxophone or like find common ground with Bart, even when Bart's like a terror and like evil to him. And Maggie is there. It's he's a pretty Decent dad, you know, for all his his faults. One vote for Homer. Yeah, where Herman Monster is kind of just, he's all the things I said about Homer Simpson without the resolution. And some of that is the uh, kind of a difficulty in the times that the shows came out because it wasn't a culturally acceptable type thing to have that like resolution with your kids, even though it was probably something that they should have had. They wouldn't have been shitty if they had have had that. There you go. Joe. Yeah. I got to agree. It's Homer Simpson. He's, oh. he's, you know, like I said previously, he does have a lot of faults, but in the long run, he tries to do the, the best sense what's needed for his family. And if you don't believe me, watch the episode about Maggie being born where he quits his uh his job at the bowling alley which he wanted for so long and loved and went back to the uh the the power plant and then oh where he has the the thing up on the board yeah where there's no pictures at home of maggie because all of them are up on his wall yeah. where it says remember you're here forever he chanted to do it for her damn he does love maggie I forgot about that episode completely. There's been so many episodes of The Simpsons. Megan, what are your thoughts? Okay. So I'm definitely going to go uh, with Homer, and that's and that's for uh, my guys, too, since he got kicked out the first round. <laughs> oh. So it's just revenge for you at this point. It's a revenge. Yeah, it's a revenge uh, pick. <laughs> All right. I can respect that. The old so revenge killing. Honestly, clean sweep. Homer moves on. Mm. Yay. See, this is where I need to like get some like sound effects and yeah. install them and be like, yay. Cheering. You could add exactly. them afterwards. Just add well, them no, you gotta... well, that's my that's my plan. It's just I gotta actually, you know, download the files and load them in. Every so. time Homer advances, add the woohoo. <laughs> I should do that. Am I legally allowed to do that? That's uh, I think it's fair use. Yeah. 
Oh, nice. Great. It's very I'll short. Do that. I think, I think so. it's fair use. I, I got to look up the law on that so I don't get sued by anyone because I don't have money to give anyone. Well, you're not no, profiting, you for... so they can't really sue you. They can just send you. That's seat. true. I'm not profiting on this at all. I make zero dollars. This is just me having fun. So make, make two versions of that part. One with just regular cheering, the other with Homer's woohoo. If you get yes. a cease and desist for the woohoo, switch it. You're good. There you yeah. go. All right. I can always reload the podcast. It's fine. All right. So Fred Flintstone, due to Jamie making a very, very valid argument for Fred Flintstone going up against Bob Belcher. The floor is yours, whoever wants it. So I might have argued Fred Flintstone just to help Bob. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Are you serious? Yeah. Asshole. <laughs> I knew Hank Hill was strong. But Bob, is he's got to go. He's the guy, man. He's the best dad. He's John H. Benjamin. He was also Coach McGurk. Yes. Yes. It should it should carry over. Do you know how many life lessons he gave young Brennan Smalls? <laughs> what about the Archer crossover? Oh yeah, and he's also Archer. Yep. <laughs> and that's canon because he was all. And we're back to go ask your father. Um, this may sound very weird. Uh, but we had some slight technical difficulties and unfortunately Megan is not able to join us for the final part of this podcast, but we did need a third panelist. We needed someone to step in. And honestly, this gentleman has been stepping in and helping me out for many years now. He's a gentleman and a scholar. He's a wise Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like actually, you know what? Obi-Wan Kenobi is not that wise. Never mind. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, joining us from the two thousands, uh, bracket side who will now be double dipping here and possibly third dipping if he's going to come on for the final four episode is mr jordan gonzalez jordan welcome to the podcast what up what up all right uh we went over everything that has gone on so far so let's move on and figure this next line out we are going fred flintstone against bob belcher and since jordan is joining us and has yet to argue with anyone jordan i'll let you go ahead and start Okay, so Fred Flintstone versus Bob Belcher. Uh, I'm going Bob. I'm going Bob. Bob's a better dad. You know, he does everything he possibly can to be a good father. He tries to pay the rent every month, even though a twist of tragic events, he can't get, get it done sometimes, or it happens at the very last second. But he is a dad's dad. He is that man that's a struggling father, but he still tries to do everything he can to support his family and his kids, even if he at times might not be the most loving father or the most social father or accepting of uh, the kids' lifestyles. But he does his best, and that's that's a father. Jamie? Well, even though I argued Fred Flintstone against Hank Hill... Fred Flintstone is a piece of shit. <laughs> He's never done anything for little Dino or Bam Bam or whatever his actual daughter's name is, Pebbles. And he fought some dinosaurs, sure, but he didn't have to pay rent. They didn't even have a concept of like economy back then. He was struggling with like things like the wheel 
Like, he's a fucking idiot. Compared to Bob Belcher, who always understands his kids, he took his kids to, like, a boys band concert. And boys bands are real annoying. He, like, always understands his kids. He tries to help them. Even Tina. Even Tina. Bob is the guy, man. He needs to move on. Bob Belcher all the way. Joey? I couldn't agree more. It's um, a clean sweep, isn't you it? Know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, if you watch the Flintstones and you watch Bob's Burgers back-to-back, Bobby is always around his kids more than Fred is. And he's always trying to be the best dad that he can be for his kids. 100%. Bob Belcher. Clean sweep. Bob Belcher moves on. Now, I am going to interject real quick and just say I don't agree that Hank Hill didn't make it through the previous round. And I came in late and I couldn't argue, but Hank Hill should have won that. Thanks, Jamie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I agree. Uh, you know what? I feel bad now. I really, Bob really do. Go. But you know what? That was the bracket. Something may come up. I, I got to be honest. Something may come up in the final four episode. Oh, where honorable mentions. No. Oh, you know what? We'll save that for the final four episode. There you go. There you go. So here we go. The final of the cartoon and sci-fi. We got Bob from Bob's Burgers, Bob Belcher, who made it through a clean sweep going up against Homer Simpson, who also made it with a clean sweep. So everyone here has said yes to Homer and, well, except Jordan, obviously, but you said yes to Bob. So, gentlemen, who moves on to the final four? Bob Belcher. Who, who wants to start? Joey, go ahead. It's Bob Belcher, man. Bob Belcher Bob never, because he's never raised a hand to any of his children. We're looking at you, Bart Simpson. Man, All Homer right. has choked him. That should be the only argument right there. Homer <laughs> choked his son a lot. Multiple times. Like so many times. There's, there's got to be a number on that. Let's 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 see if we can find that. Uh, let's. How many times is it, is it acceptable to choke your children before you're a bad dad? Okay, Google. <laughs> it's out there. How many times the time has Homer Simpson choked Bart Simpson? Considering I'm the only one with an actual times. human child, I I, I can very much clearly say the number is zero. <laughs> Homer has choked Bart 147 times in 2000. That was up to 2002. Oh, good lord! I just did the same thing. Seems a bit excessive. (laughs) Just so in the last eighteen years, how many more times has he choked poor Bart? How has CPS not been called at this point? They have the Simpsons. The kids have been taken away from the Simpsons family. Yeah, more than once. They went to the Flander. (laughs) They put them in the hands of Christian conservatives. (laughs) (laughs) Over Homer Simpson. How could it, how could it Bob not be Bob never Bob? lost his kids? <laughs> Jordan? <laughs> you know, I was going to try to argue against 
just whoever came out first, but it you can't go against Bob Belcher when Homer Simpson choked his kid 147 times until 2002, and we don't know the rest of those numbers. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Bob is a great dad. Once again, he doesn't understand everything his kids do, but he tries to, and he, <clears throat> you know, he tries to do everything he can for them. And uh, if that's not being a parent, trying to do everything you can for your kids, then, then what, what, else, what isn't, you know? So, yep, Bob, Bob goes around for me. Another clean sweep for Bob Belcher. Moving on to the final four, where, well, at the moment, there's no one else there with him. Bob Belcher is our first one to make it. Bob Gentlemen, Belcher. I'd like to thank you very much for coming on the show and for arguing and um, for just really participating. Uh, it really, truly means a lot that you guys would be willing to step up in, especially Jordan for filling in literally at the very last minute. Um, and thank you to Megan for uh, joining us as far as she was able to until the computer decided that she did not want to be there anymore. Uh, <laughs> Uh, join us next week where we'll be discussing the 60s and 70s bracket and seeing who will be joining Bob Belcher in the final four. Uh, I am reasonably positive this will not be the last time you hear any of these voices uh, here on the podcast. But regardless, uh, Joey, Jamie, Jordan, thank you so much. Oh, my God, all three of you have J names. Uh, <laughs> I, I truly appreciate everything you guys have done and joining me here on the podcast tonight. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, yep. Thank you again for having me. How it going, man? All right, everyone. Bobby, take us away. Bobby, say bye-bye. Bye-bye.